This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. I'm so happy you're here. I'm Sandy Scarlatta. I was born in Virginia Beach and raised in the Baltimore, Annapolis area and had very humble and tragic beginnings. And as a result, my life was a hot mess. Thankfully, 33 years ago, I got my act together, and since that time, I have dedicated my life to serving others and raising awareness that no matter what you've been through, you can choose happiness and live the life of your dreams. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a choice, and the choice is yours. Today's episode is amazing, and I am so grateful for you. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to leave a review and follow me on social media at Coach Sandy Scarlatta. Enjoy the show. Greg. So great to be talking with you. I love you so much, my friend. How's everything going today? <laughs> Sandy, I've been looking forward to this so much. I just love what you do. And God knows the world needs a little more happiness. I know, right? I know. Yeah, we, we do. For sure. We do. We do for sure. So yeah. I love everything that you do. And I love your story. And I know I've heard it before, but I want my listeners to hear it. Tell me about your backstory. And I want all the details. We've got plenty of time. <laughs> oh, are you sure we have enough time? We do. We do. Okay. We have plenty of time. But I want to hear like what was that big turning point for you? Because it was very profound. Well, first of all, thank you. And thank you for this opportunity to really share with your listeners a little bit about my um, journey or adventure, as I like to call it. Uh, <laughs> so for Sandy, for 25 plus years, I led the life of a busy global executive and uh, 2.5 million miles on one airline and a million miles on another. And I actually bragged about that. I, I, well, it sounds yeah, glamorous. It does. <laughs> it does. And you know, it was all good until it wasn't. Right. And as I look back now, I was living, but I was not alive. Yeah. And just so just imagine you're boarding your return flight home one night, and it's been a 15-hour day. And as my Southern grandma would say, I was sick as a dog. Yet I had pulled off the meeting. And I still probably had another three to four hours before I got home. And so I got settled into my window seat and the flight attendant approached me and I thought she was going to ask me what I wanted to drink. But instead, she bent down and said, you look horrible. Oh, gosh. And I turned and I stared at my reflection in that tiny little window and I just started crying. Mm. These emotions that I had not felt just welled up. And I, I said to myself, Craig, you're a grown man and you're crying in public. 
Your life sucks. Stop it. And yet, Sandy, to everybody else, I was killing it. But the truth was I was killing myself. Right. So much so that the next day, I landed into my doctor's office and she ordered bed rest. And, but do you know what my version of bed rest was? Can only I imagine. It was my laptop, cell phone, and conference calls from my bed, pretending to follow her orders. And it was in that moment that I really realized that my current lifestyle had become my new normal and, and, and it was killing me and something had to change. And what had to change was that I had to become an advocate for my own health and well-being. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how long ago was that? That was eight years ago. Wow. Yeah. And well, you so look incredible I, today. Well, so obviously, <laughs> thank you. So, so what turn I back did, the clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thank you. Um, I, what I did was um, I just went on this five year. I, I, I eventually retired from the management consulting job that I was doing, the role. And it, it, had, been, it had been an amazing career. Um, and I went on this journey, just researching, went back to school, researching science-based solutions for the mind and body. And all my learnings really became best practices that I use every day with my clients and really transforming their lives. Wow. Well, I'm so glad that you had that awakening, right? Because yeah. really, that's kind of what it was. Just it was. Kind of like yeah. You woke up. You woke up. And the, 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 the big titles and the, the traveling and all that, you know, it, it catches up with you. Yeah. You know, um, I, I often say to my clients, um, you know, a fish doesn't know it's in water until it's not. Or, right. Right. Or a bird doesn't know it's in the air until it's not. And, and for me, uh, that and I love I, I love I I had not thought about it as an awakening awakening and I I I I love that I think that's a I think that's really truly accurate. Yeah, well, for sure, because yeah. I feel like we all have that moment when we awaken, and sometimes we have more moments. Yeah, you know, like my moment was 33 years ago, but I'm still having those aha moments. Huh. The older I get, and it's like okay. You know, and we can keep striving to do better for ourselves, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it, it's um, it's that growth mindset that I think that um, you know Carol Dweck in her book Mindset, she really talks about that that growth mindset of of continuously growing, of really. Um, looking at every opportunity as an opportunity to to get better uh to believe that um growth is just not innate that you can actually learn how to grow and develop yourself and and looking at every opportunity as again again an opportunity to um to get better and when you fail you know you you, you fail forward and um that that's i, I think clearly that's um that's been one of the um, one of the reasons for I believe my success is having that growth mindset. Oh yeah, I mean for sure because if you're not growing, you're just stagnant. And yeah, what's the alternative? The yeah, death. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I heard, um, I went to a retreat the first weekend in January of this year because I needed to reset, like press that reset button after mm -hmm. the holidays and I just moved and all that mm -hmm. stuff. And she was talking about making lifestyle changes, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of people never lose the weight or quit the, the high powered job because it is a lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. And she made a good comment. She goes, well, death is a lifestyle too. Yeah. How right? powerful is that? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. What lifestyle do you want? Because I don't want death. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're all going to get there someday, but I, you know, I, I want to make the most of it, uh, you know, while I'm here for sure. Well, and it's so interesting because uh, I, my clients are our age. So, you know, over the age of 40. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And they, um, they're high-performing business leaders and entrepreneurs. Right. right. And, and they can buy anything they want. They can travel. They've done, they've, they, they're very successful in their career. And yet at some point they reach, they, maybe they have this awakening. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. But they reach a point where they say, what's, what about me? And what's next for me? And I love those conversations because our generation is redefining the word retirement. Mm, it's yeah. not, it's not our parents' retirement. It's not our grandparents' retirement. We're living in a, in an age where, um, you know, we're, our generation is generally doing well financially and, and wants more out of life than just a career. And so there's this reinventing of, of ourselves. Um, as David Brooks mentions in his book, The Second Mountain, mm. right? Or uh, the book Strength to Strength. It, it's really about who do you want to be and how do you want to show up in that second phase of your life? Yeah. And that's just, it's, uh, those are, those are, those are really, really, um, truly amazing conversations to have, to have with people. Well, yeah, because we're living so much longer now. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they don't really want to retire. They no. just, you know, retire from their corporate job and then they do something else. Yeah. And that's something else. What I find and as, as with myself is, is there needs to be a purpose for yes. that. Yes. And so the, uh, the conversations that I have with my clients are really um, around what's your purpose, what's your pa passion, what's your expertise, and let's figure out kind of what that next uh, chapter of your life can look like. But first, we got to kind of fix some of the lifestyle issues. Right. Well, you know, I remember when my father retired, he loved to work, loved to talk to people, and he loved yeah. playing golf. Yeah. So he got a job at a public golf course working in the pro shop, and he would have so much fun because every day he got to drive all the golf carts back up. Yeah. And he and he was like, and it's my little bit of spending money that I can spend uh -huh. on whatever I want to spend on. You know, it wasn't yeah. much. He probably made three or four hundred dollars a month. It was nothing. Right. But it gave him purpose. Yeah. And he loved it. He loved it, right. you know, and it was just that, that little something yeah. just got to do something. Yeah. So what I have found in, in coaching over the last seven years and coaching hundreds of 
high-performing business leaders is that there are really three areas that uh, we focus on to really move people forward in the direction that they want to go in that second chapter. And that the first area is uh, what I call consciousness. Many people call it mindset, but mm -hmm. I, I call it consciousness because I believe it's a it's a state of being. Oh, yeah. And I know I, I, you and I've talked about this before and, uh, and, and we've been in some meetings where, where you've talked about, you know, consciousness, mindset, the state of being, frequency. Yes. Right. And so, um, so for me, consciousness, that first area is really about who you want to be and how you want to show up every day. Right. And in most cases, it's redefining who you are and how you want to show up. And it's, it, it involves three other areas. It involves growth. So having that growth mindset, mm -hmm. it involves clarity. So getting clear, right. and then it involves intention. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And because, because it's really whether, and I love that we both work with high performers. I work with athletes. You work with business leaders. Yeah. And it's really kind of very similar. It's all kind of intertwined, but those three things, the growth, clarity, and intention have to take place no matter who you are, no matter, yeah. you know, whether you're a high performing business leader or just a, you know, small entrepreneurial, solopreneur, you know, you still have to do everything. Think about your growth and your intention and have that clarity. Yeah. Yeah. The lack yeah. of clarity is so big though, because if you don't have the oh. clarity, you can't, yeah, you can't do anything. It's so true. So one of my mentors, uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith, who- um, Oh, I love him. Yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have been part of, before I left LA, um, well, everything's online now. So I'm part of the Agape Spiritual Center, which he founded in, uh, in Los Angeles. And he says, and I love this quote, he says, with intention, you have design. Without mm. intention, you have default. Right. So let's be intentional about um, living the life that we've all worked so hard to build going forward. Because you're right, we are living longer. The technology, I mean, in five to 10 years, the, the <sighs> technology that could keep us um, living longer and having, you know, making, continuing to make a contribution to society, it's, it's truly exciting. It really is. I mean, who would have thought, you know, even 15 years ago that we would be holding a computer in our hands? Yeah. 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 And the too power. Much, by the way. <laughs> too much. Yeah. We do hold it way too much. But like, I mean, yeah, it, it is. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've joined Zoom calls in my car on my computer and I logged, you know, joined the hotspot on my phone to get the Wi Fi yeah. on my computer. You know, I mean, yeah. and I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. I'm sitting in my car and I'm using yeah. my computer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So so consciousness is the first area. The first, second yeah, area. The second? the second area is lifestyle. And for me, okay. that involves how you nourish, how you restore, and how you move your body. Mm. And so in working with my clients, we get uh, we build out morning rituals, we build out evening rituals. Um, we look at um, how you're nourishing, and I use the word nourish intentionally right. because it's not just about what you feed your body right 
right? And I've heard you say this too, <laughs> right. right? That's why we're That's so right. aligned, my friend. I know, right? Um, it's, it's really, I mean, the way you nourish your body, it's the way you take care of your body, uh, how you restore your body. So, um, and then also it's, uh, it's, it's, it's also how you, how you move your body. And yeah. um, every, all the conversations around lifestyle, uh, I share, there's so, much, there's so much science out there and there's so, so much misinformation. And so mm-hmm. I think the value that I bring to clients is that, is that I've culled through all of that and know the stuff that worked for me. And then we begin to uh, apply some the, the, the science and, and build out morning rituals. So, so for example, we know that in the morning, your morning ritual really sets you up for success for the whole day. Oh yeah. Right. And so a couple of the things, the, the science-based habits that, 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 that we know will truly enhance your day is one, get up at the same time every day and don't hit that snooze. Right. We know that you want to hydrate before you caffeinate and most people reach for that cup of coffee. And then we also know that if you can get some sunlight in your eyes, that that really resets, exactly resets the circadian <laughs> rhythm. And, and even for folks, and I lived in Chicago for 25 years, so I can say this, even in the wintertime in Chicago, when you don't see the sun for 30 days, you can still get bright light that will restart that, re, re, uh, <clears throat> restart that circadian rhythm. And, and, and just the hydrate before you caffeinate has been a game changer for, for people and, and, oh, their yeah. energy, and their energy level. Yeah. Because we get dehydrated during the, during the night for multiple oh, yeah. reasons. Oh, yeah. And for me, you know, I hydrate, I'll have a cup of coffee and I, I'm very sensitive to caffeine, so I can't drink all, very much coffee. Yeah. And then I'll drink about, I always, everybody sees me with my, my bit huge water bottle. Uh-huh. I'll drink two of these with electrolytes in it. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So it's Love about that. 48 ounces with electrolytes. And I do that in the first part of the day because, you know, you, you just need to, to add that to your yeah. system because of the dehydration because coffee yeah, people don't realize that okay you say you you need so much water every day but if you have a cup of coffee you need to double the amount of true water that so, you're drinking after right. you drink that yeah so, so here's another little interesting tidbit is that um if you can hold off on that coffee for at least an hour or two after uh-huh. you wake up because um what happens um is that there's a there's a, a chemical in our body called adenosine, and that hmm. actually begins in the morning when we wake up, and it it promotes sleep. Caffeine inhibits the production of that, so that's why if you could wait an hour, at least you know, an hour or so, then the production of that adenosine has already begun. the The other thing um, that most people don't realize is that part of your evening ritual, my evening ritual actually starts middle of the day because I don't drink coffee, but I do drink green tea and black tea. Mm-hmm. And so I, you should stop all caffeine by 2 p.m. in the afternoon, because, oh, yeah. right? Because, and that was a mistake I was making. You know, I thought I, when I was working, I thought I was extremely healthy 
because every afternoon I'd go down and have a green tea full of antioxidants. And little did I know what that was doing was it was blocking that adenosine mm. and therefore it was impacting my ability to get into deep sleep in the evening because the, the caffeine lasts up to six hours in your body. So those are the kind of, those are the kind of little um, uh, science-based habits that we build into rituals for my clients that have tremendous impact on their, on their, on their, on their energy level. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love that. And I haven't been able to have coffee. I mean, I drink one cup of coffee in the morning and that's it, but I had yeah. to stop drinking coffee past noon. Yeah. 10 years ago. I just, yeah. could, I just couldn't sleep. Yeah. yeah. It was affecting it so much. All right. So what's the third thing? The third area, and this one surprises a lot of people. The third area is community. Oh yeah. I love it. And community for me involves yourself. It involves the relationships that you're involved in and it, and it involves your career. So those are the, in my experience, the three major spheres of influence that we have ourself, yeah. our, uh, all the relationships and the and, and, and our career. And, and the conversation there is really around what's important to you. What are your values? What are your non-negotiables? And how do you then communicate those values and those non-negotiables to your tribes mm -hmm. so that um, you don't get derailed? Right. And, and, and I, my, 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 I will tell you, I'll share with you my number one secret that I've, that I've discovered over the last eight years in working with these high-performing business leaders and entrepreneurs is that um, you got to set boundaries and we mm. suck at it and we suck at it. Yeah. it it's interesting. I, I had a conversation with someone recently and they didn't like the word boundaries. And I understand that because it has such negative connotations. Um, they said, what about rules of engagement? And I go, oh, I love that. <laughs> right? yeah. Whatever you know, Brene, works. Whatever, right? And, and, um, and, and, you know, Brene Brown says, clear is kind. Yeah. And, and uh, I'll share with you a story uh, about those conversations don't have to be confrontational. I was working with, a, um, working with an executive back East in New York and mid forties and uh, he, um, two kids and he would, um, when we talked, when, when we went through the exercise and the discussion about what's important, what are his values and his non-negotiables, his health was first, his family and his career in that order. Mm -hmm. And the reason his health was first because he realized that if he didn't take care of himself, he couldn't take care of his family, right? That's and, right, that's and right. And he couldn't work. Right. Uh, and so he would get up every morning, three or four mornings out of each week, and uh, he would uh, go to the gym. And then he'd come back and he and his wife would get the two kids who were under the age of 10 ready for daycare and school. And then he would drive them to school and daycare. And this was his, this was his time with his kids. And a couple of mornings out of each week, he would always get a call or a text from a colleague. And he would, he would either text back or he would answer the call. And at some point, as we were having conversations, he and I, 
about how he was getting derailed, this scenario came up. Right. I was really frustrated with it. And I said, well, have you ever had a conversation with your colleague? He goes, no. He did. And guess what his colleague said? <laughs> his colleague said, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. The only reason I sent you a text or continued to call is you always called me back. Right. So he was there able to set a boundary or a rule of engagement that he was not available right. until 8.30 a.m. because that was family time. And his, his, his colleague said, I understand. Of course. And I think that most people do. And especially here we are pretty much post-COVID. I think yeah. during COVID, a lot of us really learned because we all started, you know, we weren't, people weren't going into an office, they were working at home and, you know, you've got the dog, you've got the kids. And yeah. I think people have kind of lightened up a little bit and it's like, you yeah. know what, I need this time. And yeah, well, that's great because, you know, I've had so many conversations with so many amazing people. And when it comes to your children, that's where I'm like the biggest advocate of like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they only have one shot at being a kid. They get yeah. one childhood. Yeah. And you want to give them the best opportunity that they have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So these, you know, these are, these are, these are, um, these are rewarding conversations. You know, I think what I find is that once we get some of the basics around lifestyle, um, some of those habits implemented, and they see uh, they see an uh, an increase in energy, they'll see changes in body composition if that's important to them. Uh, then then the conversation begins to turn to, okay, so what else in my life needs nourishing? Yeah. And it turns to, well, that's me. Yeah. I, I need to ignite me. Um, which is actually, those, those, the, the, those, those are the really, uh, those are the really rewarding conversations to have. Yeah. Well, I love that consciousness, lifestyle, and community. And that is yeah. so just, I, I'm going to call this episode that too. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I think if I'm not, wrong didn't you just roll out a new program that you're offering yeah so right i have just i have just i'm in the process of launching my ignite you community ignite uh, you okay i ignite love it you community which is a community that um my 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 mission uh right now in life i'm i'm driven by a mission of building this inclusive community where high performing business leaders and entrepreneurs just like your listeners embrace their uniqueness and soar in all aspects of their life. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of launching that community and, um, yeah, it's, um, it's, 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 it's great. It's great. We're beginning to have those conversations as a community. That's great. And it's going to be so beneficial to so many people and, yeah. Yeah. We need, we need more people like you in this world that really Thank care you. and really make a difference. And not only that, like you're somebody, you walk the talk, mm -hmm. you lived it. You're not just somebody that woke up during COVID. Cause there's a lot of those imposters out there right now. It's like, Oh, I think I'm going to do this. And no, <laughs> like you were, you were, you know, hit rock bottom and I'm using air quotes, yeah. right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was, it was your bottom for you that, yeah. that, you know, that, that flight attendant who kind of 
hit you upside the head, right? <laughs> I wish I, I wish I, I wish I knew her name because I would thank her personally. Uh, I mean, that just the, popped in my mind. <laughs> even the, even though at the uh, even though at the moment it didn't feel that way. <laughs> of course not. And you know what? Sometimes, um, you know, thank goodness that she had kind of the the nerve, if you will, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just to say that. And it sounds like she just had, um, you know, sometimes it's, I don't know, I'm going to get a little woo woo here, but, but maybe, you know, she was like, like a guardian angel and, and something spoke through her that was like, I need to tell him this. And thank goodness she did. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because <laughs> here you are today and it's incredible. Yeah. 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 Thank you. So where can everybody find you? And is there anything else that you want to share that we haven't talked about thus far? Yeah, I would just, so I guess I would just say, and this is part of the conversation I, and the counsel I always, the coaching I always um, say to my clients is one, it's about progress, not perfection. Huge. And two, right. And two small hinges can swing big doors. Ooh. I like that. So I would, I would, I would say that. And so, you know, folks can, and I'm sure we'll put some stuff in the, in the show notes, but yep. uh, people can um, reach me by um, uh, typing the word ignite, I-G-N-I-T-E to 26786. And you can download a, uh, a, a complimentary copy of my three secrets to ignite you and, um, live limitlessly now and then there's also my website which is um evolvehealthandlifestyle.com awesome well i will make sure that that text ignite to 26786 is in the show notes as well so if you're listening while driving just wait until you pull over and (laughs) take a look at that craig so great to see you and i love working with you as part of the mentor studio and uh we're just going to have such an amazing year together. I just know it. We are. And, you know, again, the Mentor Studio brought us together. That's it's about right. com- It's about community. Uh, it's about elevating, you know, finding the right peeps, finding the right community so that you, you really just co-create together. And I feel like that's what we're doing. Yeah, for sure. Without question. Thank you so much, my thank friend. You. And it was just such an honor to finally have you as a guest. So thank Uh, you. My pleasure. Thanks. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe and that your lives are filled with peace joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.